going beyond the headlines, getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Good Tuesday afternoon. So nice to see the sun shining for another day. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Do you have any ink? Is there any ink on you? I'm trying to be hip because, of course, ink is the lingo for tattoos. Tats. Tat it up. (laughs) Okay, just stop, Ange. You are showing that you know nothing about tattoos. But I do know enough about tattoos that usually when someone makes the decision to get a tattoo, it's a pretty big decision. And you also know that every tattoo on someone's body has a story to tell. This half hour, I want to talk about tattoos, but in particular, what some Alberta parents are doing to recognize how lucky they are to have a child who has Down syndrome. Belinda Mendez, she wants to be introduced as a mama in the community who has a child with Down syndrome, and she is going to be getting a tattoo tomorrow. We'll find out a little bit more about that, but first of all, I want to say hello to Belinda. Hi, Belinda. Hi, Angela. What's the name of your child? Uh, my son with Down syndrome, is, his name is uh, Grayson. Grayson. How old's Grayson? Grayson is five. Tell me about Grayson. Typical five-year-old, tell me a little bit about your son. Uh, well, he's typical in some ways, for sure. He loves his uh, cars and trucks and trains and balls. <laughs> um, and he's uh, got a lot of energy and a lot of spirit. Um, he's pretty sweet. Um, he also definitely likes his way when it comes to certain things and he tries to tell you that as best as possible so he's uh he definitely brings uh, a huge bright light into our life where when you said which child so do you have other children belinda i do i have a daughter who's two and a half and her name is uh, gabriella all right well i want to talk about grayson five years ago he came into your life uh, tell me about that day when or maybe you learned earlier that you were going to have a child with down syndrome but can you tell me a little bit about that especially as a new mom for sure so grayson was my first child so um, we learned um, sort of around the 14 or 15 week mark um, during my pregnancy that he was going to be born with down syndrome um, which was definitely a bit of a shocker. Um, and so it, it took us a little bit to get used to um, that information. But uh, once we adjusted to it, it was um, just like anticipating any other child that mm-hmm. was going to be born and coming into our lives. And uh, yeah, so he was born in November of 2012. And we were very excited uh, when he came and he was crying and happy and healthy. And that was really all we cared about. Now, I know many years ago when I had my children, there still was that belief that, well, if you have uh, uh, amniocentesis and you find out it's Down syndrome, you may want to make a decision, which did, do doctors still ask new moms and parents about uh, a decision whether or not to have the child? I would love to tell you that it's not a conversation that occurs, but unfortunately, um, it is definitely still a prevalent conversation for many families. Um, Luckily, when we were presented with the information, we had a wonderful genetic counselor who um, sort of just presented a spectrum of information. Um, At the time, the Children's Hospital had a Down syndrome clinic, so she uh, recommended getting in touch with the nurse clinician there and um, gathering information. But 
also presented us with the option that if it was something we considered that wasn't an option for us in our life, then we could have that conversation. Um, unfortunately, I've definitely heard of other people's experiences where um, that wasn't the case. Mm. Where they, they, yeah. Yeah, they were, you know, I, I don't even want to say it was recommended. It was really almost pushed mm. or encouraged. Um, you know, I have one friend in the community who whose little one is coming up to a year pretty close, and she had to request that a letter be put on the file because she kept get kept getting asked several times when she went in for her appointments about whether or not they were going to terminate. Um, and this is something that occurs all over. It's not just in Canada. It's in the States and in Europe. And, um, you know, these conversations are happening all over the place. And so... Um, yeah, that's, it's a little bit of a hard pill to swallow sometimes, yeah. but they occur for sure. Well, and and I guess not every couple is um, open to the idea of raising a child with any specialty, as you know. So I I guess you have to present it. But uh, I'm glad that you also were able to get follow up and say this is what life will be like. What is you know you you talk about Grayson being kind of typical, but Down syndrome children also come with some health challenges. What are some of the challenges that Grayson faces? For sure. So, um, like I said, at the time there was a Down syndrome clinic. And so when I met with the nurse clinician, she, um, although the information was overwhelming, yeah. for sure, she certainly presented sort of a, a topographical um, sort of array of information from head to toe mm-hmm. uh, of things that were possible. And unfortunately, I think parents get presented, medical professionals do their due diligence to present the medical pieces, but they also present it very strong as though it's it's a for sure. And um, it's a very much a gray area. Mm. So um, children with Down syndrome have an increased susceptibility to heart defects or to vision issues, um, to intestinal problems. Um, you know, the list is, is, is long right. for sure. Um, and that's just medical issues. So, you know, we, we know that there's some developmental issues. We know that there's cognitive issues. Um, But what the medical professionals don't say necessarily is that they are chances um, and that any other child could be presented with similar chances. Mm -hmm. You never know what's going to happen by the time that, you know, beautiful baby arrives at 40 weeks. Um, And the other piece is that um, while there are developmental and cognitive delays, um, most kids kind of fall in that mild to moderate sort of spectrum. And it's not as though they will never achieve. It's just that it might take them a little bit longer. And I think that's a very much a piece of information that doesn't get presented. It's more presented as this grim kind of tale. Um, and with Grayson's case, you know, he he had a kidney that was a little bit bigger um, than the other. So we were monitored by nephrology. He had a tiny little hole in his heart, so we were monitored by mm. car- cardiology. But, I mean, health-wise, uh, he was, there, there were no concerns, and, and we were quite grateful that people were monitoring him. Um, you know, in some respects, I kind of feel lucky because a lot of parents don't, don't have that level of monitoring and would never think to take their children for various kinds of appointments. And then, lo and behold, you know, something something happens, and, yeah. and they find out information, whereas... There's really strict guidelines for children with Down syndrome in terms of um, what gets checked when um, throughout the course of their life. 
Well, you know what, even Belinda, as much as it was difficult to hear uh, just that at the 14 to 15 weeks, this is mm-hmm. the child, but it, it also allowed you to prepare. So you were ready to have Grayson no matter what, but mm-hmm. it probably was a, a good preparation as opposed to delivering a child and then having to deal with it right then. I, I'm wondering if that was also positive. Well, I, I, you know, I can't speak to someone's experience to getting a birth diagnosis. So mm-hmm. I know for us, um, it did help us. We, we had our, our, you know, time to reflect and to grieve what we thought was going to happen mm-hmm. in terms of the picture of our life. And um, it, it was interesting that we had a friend at the time whose son was going through um, neuroblastoma treatment for brain cancer. Mm-hmm. And I think he was around a year and a half. We were having these conversations and we just kind of looked at each other and we thought, like, why, why are we worrying about all these maybes in life when there is no guarantee? We have no idea what's going to happen to our, our children once they're born and they could develop any number of health issues yeah. or, or complications. And so it just kind of helped reframe our experience. And, and then the rest of the pregnancy, um, you know, was just about celebrating and anticipating and, and things like that. Um, I do feel privileged to work with uh, a girlfriend uh, in the community. She lives out in High River, but she started a basket program. And um, um, with her tenacity and and what she really wanted to accomplish, you know, we're able to deliver baskets um, in the city to the hospitals for families that have newborns with Down syndrome. And and many of those parents are receiving the the diagnosis at birth. Hmm. Um, But at least we get the opportunity to go in and and have like a really a practical conversation and answer some questions for them that medical professionals can't um, because they don't have a child with Down syndrome, whereas, you know, we do. And so we can sit with them. We offer the congratulations. You know, we give them a basket full of goodies and, um, um, you know, it, it gives them an opportunity to sort of walk away a little bit of breath back in their life, right? So, well, and they want to they want to find out from someone who has walked, you know, the the road of a parent with a child with Down syndrome. So they'd have lots sure. of questions. I think that's great. You know, the other thing I want to take a break here because people have probably seen the billboards around town, and it is just the awareness of Down syndrome. And I think it's even called "Sorry, it's a boy" as opposed to "Sorry, your child has Down syndrome." So, mm-hmm. a real positive take on this. But after the break, I want to get to this whole idea of attack. Tattoo and why Belinda is heading to Edmonton to get a very special tattoo. We'll find out more about that after this. My guest this half hour is Belinda Mendez. She is a mom in Calgary who has a five-year-old boy, Grayson. Grayson has Down syndrome. Belinda, how big is the Down syndrome community in Calgary? Any idea? Uh, you know what? I, I don't know. I feel like there's many of us because mm-hmm. we're around each other all the time, but I imagine it's it's a small community, but um, there's lots. There, there are a lot of us. So yeah, yeah. Well, and that's that's the important part of having a community. So you're sharing stories and uh, challenges and success stories and everything else. So I think that's pretty cool. Now, yes. why are you going to Edmonton tomorrow? I need to clarify, I'm not going to Edmonton oh. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then you're not going. That That's not the strange part. Okay, what are you doing tomorrow? So there are a bunch of uh, moms and dads in the community who have children with Down syndrome who are getting together for a tattoo event here in Calgary. Oh, good. Um, one of the tattoo shops uh, in Calgary, uh, Ascending Koi, um, in the north, um, has graciously offered to uh, have 
a bunch of us all come in and um, get inked, as you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, one of their tattoo artists, um, who is fabulous, I've, I've gotten a tattoo from him before, um, he also has a, a daughter that has Down syndrome and is in Grayson's class. So um, when I approached him with um, the idea of whether or not we could set aside his day and we could all come in, he, he was completely geared up to do it. Now, the reason I got confused with Edmonton, because I had read that tomorrow is World Down Syndrome Day, and in Edmonton, the article I was reading was uh, families, parents, moms and dads were getting this tattoo. So I'm glad to hear that it's happening here in Calgary as well because of World World Down Syndrome Day, rather. But the significance of the tattoo, can you describe it to my listeners, Belinda? Yeah, you bet. It's it's actually a really simple tattoo. It's just three arrowheads, really, like the little triangle, um, stacked on top of each other um, in black ink for the most part. Um, and it just represents, um, it's actually in terms of the, the lucky few tattoo. Uh, and it originated um, following a retreat in the States that a bunch of mums had gone to um, through an organization called Ruby's Rainbow, uh, which is a nonprofit that raises funds for scholarships for children, uh, for teens and adults with Down syndrome so Mm -hmm. they can get education and training. Anyways, a bunch of the mums that had been to this retreat had decided that they were going to get this tattoo to kind of commemorate their experience and their unique bond. Um, And they decided to get this three arrow tattoo and to call it the lucky few tattoo. And of course, with the the joys of social media, um, they posted and Instagram and Facebook and everything. And uh, it really caught on like wildfire in terms of embracing this idea of unity and courage. And the idea really with the three arrows is that um, all things in threes are perfect. And, and, and is, so, it, is it that the chromosome then? Is that the, the story when it comes to that symbol or have I got that wrong too? Yeah, no, the chromo- it's not so much the, the chromosome itself. It's, I mean, obviously um, people with Down syndrome have an extra copy, mm-hmm. um, have a third copy of the 21st chromosome. But um, the arrows themselves, you know, I, I think it was just, I'm not 100% sure the, the idea of the arrows exactly, but I do know that the, the idea of them stacking up and facing forward, you know, out towards the universe kind mm-hmm. of thing was just sort of this idea of being able to to send it out. So, well, yeah, stimulate I'm, conversation. I, I'm glad uh, you've had a tattoo before because I, I would be curious to find out someone who's never had a tattoo and said, you know what, this is how important it is. I'm going to get a tattoo. You um, know, a couple a couple of the moms that are coming, this will be their first tattoo. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it will be their first experience. A little nerve wracking for them, but I mean, honestly, it's it's a great tattoo to start off because it's not not time consuming it's not overly complicated it's nice and simple and um you know ultimately for anybody whether you know we're all down syndrome day we get a tattoo or we wear brightly colored mismatched socks or whatever it happens to be it's really just to stimulate conversation and to spread awareness and so this is just another unique uh way to do it well, you know, I have a chance to volunteer with Special Olympics Calgary, and I'm in a swim program where I coach kids, and there is Jerome. Jerome's got to be about 18 or 19. Love the kid, and it doesn't matter if he has Down syndrome or not. Great personality, lots of laughs, so I I think it's great when, when you've got those kind of ambassadors in the community, too, as far as just educating all of us on Down syndrome. Thank you so much for your time, Belinda. Hope it goes well tomorrow uh, with the it's Ascending course. Koi was the tattoo place? Ascending Koi, yeah. Perfect. Good for them. Thanks again, yeah. Belinda. 
Thanks so much. Linda Mendez, her son, five-year-old Grayson, has Down syndrome, and they have had an awareness campaign, I think, for the last couple of months on Down syndrome. And, you know, it, it is, I guess, as a, a parent having to make that decision or is there a decision because i even remember my mom was when she finally had her seventh child she was 40 and the doctor at the time said you know there's a good chance your child is going to have down syndrome and um another woman in our community also same age and she ended up having a child who had down syndrome but mom said doesn't matter to me it's still going to be a child that i'm going to love you know as it turned out my brother was just a typical kid so uh, she never had to make that decision but I think that would have been a tough one and I know my mother would have said regardless we're going to bring that child into this world so um, good conversation with Belinda and good on her for getting a tattoo I don't know I think it still would take a lot more for me to get a tattoo have you had one why did you get one must have had a great story behind it. You can always share. 403-974-8255. I'll take some comments after the news. Plus, I want to talk about Facebook. And have you changed your Facebook habits, especially in light of what came out yesterday? We're back after this.